welcome to Popping Your Cherry with Mary Carey. I'm Mary Carey, and I'm here with Matt. Producer Matt. Hey, it's Producer Matt. I'm here. I like that. I feel like we need to give you a better name, though. Well, you know what? You could be Producer Matt. Like neighbor Dave. My branding, yeah. Yeah, I'm Producer funny. Matt, Neighbor Dave, then Photographer Dave. So you're just Producer Matt. But exactly. I don't have a bunch of Matts in my life, though. So I refer to you just as Matt, usually. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I mean, people, I- <laughs> people people that I do podcasts with don't call me producer Matt when I just see them in real life. They just call me Matt. Yeah. That's fine. But I actually call neighbor Dave, neighbor, neighbor Dave. Dave. <laughs> like I even when I call him on the phone, I'm like, hey, neighbor Dave, or like anywhere, <laughs> anyone I introduce him to, I'll be like, oh, and this is, you know, neighbor Dave. And then I'm like, Dude, I want, I'm like, but then I'm like, but he's also my friend. He's not just my neighbor. You know, I can't just say this is Dave. Well, and he's also my friend. It's just his last name. Neighbor Dave is his first name. Yeah. <laughs> very unfortunately long, very, very long name. name. <laughs> so I'm throwing you a, a curveball. Up mm-hmm. until this point, every guest has been someone you know. I know. This week, it's someone I know. Yes. I think that you are going to love this so much. So I okay. want to, before we record, I want to tell you a little bit about Biddy B. Oh, can I just uh, also say this is my first time? Well, because she's a drag queen, right? Yes, yeah. And Biddy. I actually, I was re- thinking about today. Well, Chi Chi LaRue was a porn director that I talked to a few times. She was a drag queen. I've seen drag shows, but I don't think I've ever really like sat and talked to the drag queen. Even when I was sitting next to RuPaul at something, but it, you know, she was out of drag. Like we didn't really talk. So this is my first she time. She was just talking. tall at that time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that true? Actually, no, I have no clue. What oh. <laughs> my introduction to Biddy was my friend Eric wrote a book called All That's Left in the World, and it's a queer young adult novel. And since it's his debut novel, he wanted to do this big uh, live stream event. And Biddy is a good oh. friend of his. So they did like a two hour drag show to promote his book but what they also did which was really really cool there were a bunch of other first time young adult queer novelists that were coming out so he contacted all of them and it was this giant event to promote all of their books and biddy's job was to look at the descriptions of the books and come up with broadway show tunes to sing that corresponded with every single one of those books and she just put on such a fun, oh. goofy show that I was I like, liked that. I was I like, man, we need to get Biddy on Popping Your Cherry with Mary Carey. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to go to a show. I love Broadway tunes, too. Yeah, so that would be fun. I, we haven't recorded the interview just yet. We will soon. But I have a feeling yeah. we will talk Broadway on this episode. Okay, that'll be fun. Yeah, the only time I've been to a really big drag show is in Cuba. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's like one of my closest friends. I used to stay with him. Uh he was, I met him. He was my lawyer for like representing me with like fans suing me. That's a whole other thing. But I won. Um, but either way, when he, I had him um, walk me down the aisle of my wedding, which was in Cuba. And he, um, like his boyfriend was like, we got to go out to this like gay bar. And I went and it was like drag night there. I actually think they might have thought I was a drag queen because in my shoes, I'm like six foot, six one, you know, and I had the long blonde hair and the eyelashes and yeah, you were all boobs. I'm like, I feel like a lot of people were looking at me like, wait, that's a shit girl. Or- <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> because there were no other women there that I saw, you know, so but it was fun. <laughs> 
We're gonna have to go to one together. Yeah. Oh, I bet. I bet. I'd love to go to an English-speaking one. An English-speaking yeah. one would be good. <laughs> yeah. You be- know what? Maybe in Philly we'll come and then we'll see Daddy yeah. perform. We'll, we'll I have to come back to Philly. Honestly, I just love it there. I just love it there. Just move. although maybe I mean living in <laughs> the thing is though I feel like I'd want to live in Center City because I think yeah. If I didn't live, but the thing is, though, it, that's not really a good, like, I think it's fun. But for kids, I don't know if it's a great place. You find, you know? like, those outskirts, like Wayne, like those. But then like, I'll never Wayne? go. I feel like I'll never go to Center City then. That's true. That's true. Well, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, when you I don't decide do to move I, here, we'll figure it out. I'm losing the best part of my week. And every time I think about it, it's killing me. We used to be so close. Now I don't even know if we'll ever see a face or hear a voice. I was having me apart. Well, I'm not in drag either. I don't have my makeup on. So, you know, and I haven't washed my hair. It's oh, really greasy. Perfect. We're on the <laughs> wavelength for today. <laughs> yeah. yes. I hate washing my hair. I hate it. I should get wigs, honestly, because... Then you can have them already. Yeah, I'm looking at yours. You know what? If I come to Philly, can you? I want to dress up. Uh, please, we've got walls of wigs here. Walls and walls of wigs. <laughs> I want to be in the show. That's easy peasy, done and squeezy. You know. Okay. That- <laughs> you know what we could do? I'm very good at Mariah Carey impersonations. So if we could do like a Mariah Carey wig and stuff, and then I can lip sync and like do the like. Like the hand movements. I will fully outfit you. I think we might need to belt whatever I'll put on you, but uh, you know, maybe you bring the fancy dress. I'll bring the fancy wig. This is so good. Yeah, I'm gonna come to Philly like tomorrow. (laughs) Get on the I've always wanted to like do like a show like that, but like I didn't know. You know, Philly. Philly loves it. Philly, you know, drag. Philly. It's like my favorite place. It really is. I would have moved there years ago. I contemplate it, but the, the weather is like a thing for me. Yeah, she, she's uh, she's got a lot of moods, and she swings, <laughs> and she yes. swings hard, yeah. You're the first guest. This is the first guest that Matt has brought here. So. Ooh, yes, Matt. Popping uh, Matt's so, cherry with Popping Matt's cherry, cherry. yeah. <laughs> so, so we are joined by Philly drag queen Biddy B. Oh my God. Oh. A lot of cherries being popped. First guest yes. that I brought on here, first drag queen on the show. Yes. So you guys are <laughs> popping my cherry. This is my first podcast appearance. Oh, was popped Everyone's first today. Mm. Was like that your that. first blackout? That you just had? Oh, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) Which kind of blackout, but not my first of any. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully, because, you know, um, and Biddy, so we have been talking, and I really like you, so I would like you to come to Florida with Matt. We're going to have, I don't know when it's happening exactly, but so far, all the guests, which there's not that many yet, four or five, but everyone, want to have a big slumber party here. So. Yeah, the, the Mary Carey slumber party to celebrate one year of podcasting. And, the, and the power might go out because it does happen here a lot in Florida. As long as that AC is working, because yeah. I know that Florida wetness, it's just. Oh, it's really <laughs> hot. <laughs> that was good. I wish I could make sound effects. I can't. No, I can't make any. I guess so. Like when people can tell a story and like make noises, it's good for I, podcasting. I guess. I know. I need to learn. 
Yeah. Oh, that was me, everyone. That was me. I just learned how to do that. Do I will watch. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Munch, munch, crunch, crunch. Delicious. Wait, can you make a blowjob noise? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I need to know. You, you know, know what? It's like great sometimes guys call me, you know, on like the, um, where they can like phone sex things yeah. and they like ask me to do it and I can't. <laughs> Although one day I was like eating like baked potato with sour cream. So I was just like eating that being like, and like slurping. Just, yeah, exactly. And so that was what I used for my blowjob noise. So I nice- don't know how to. A nice ASMR moment, yes. you know, which is like, you know, it is a ride. Would, it can be very stunning. I don't think I could do it. I'm too loud. I just talk too loud. <laughs> You're like is whispering. Any- Who says? <laughs> I'm really loud. It's an issue, but okay. Well, I guess we should get into it. Yeah, we should get into it. So we are a podcast about firsts and Biddy. We've got a bunch of first questions. I have you. to ask them the very first yeah, one. Yeah, you I have like. to. It's it's okay. my favorite question on the show. Okay, Vidi. What's the first day of your life that you remember? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. That's a good one. That's a very good one. First day of my life. I like know this. I know oh. this. Oh. oh, I know this. Oh, oh tell if, me. You know, usually first day that you remember is because trauma, of course. My trauma <laughs> was uh, eventually gave me my favorite color. So that's what oh. I'll lead out with. Okay. So it was uh, preschool. Oh. Um, actually just a block away from where I live today. So the trauma yeah. is real here. <laughs> it wasn't a serious trauma. Preschool, I got upgraded to the big kid room, you oh. know, from the little kid room. And it was the first day we were making our name tags. And oh. so I was like, make your name tags. Here's a box of crayons. We just got these new crayons. So be careful not to break them, they say. <laughs> and of course, it's a bumblebee. And I said, oh, we're going to go classic. We're going to get the yellow and the black crayon crate. I grabbed the yellow crayon, seconds into coloring, snap, right in half. And in that moment, of course, like the stakes felt infinitely high. And I just recall (laughs) like zoning, like zooming out, like the universe flashing before my eyes because I broke the crayon. They specifically said not to break. And I was a little good boy, you know, I was three. What, what, you know, what (laughs) evil had I committed? This. This yeah. was the evil. And so I remember just like looking around me and I imagined every other child was like a demon looking and laughing at me. <laughs> of course, you know, it was like big mouth, you know. And so I just kept coloring in yellow, trying to disguise that I had broken oh. the crayon. And I remember the teacher came by and was like, wow, you you really like yellow, don't you? And I said, it's my favorite color. <laughs> And so from then on, my favorite color was yellow because <laughs> I broke the yellow crayon in preschool. And it's a good color. It's a, yeah, it's a no, nice I color. love yellow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I look good in yellow, I was told. So I like it. That's I so actually good. have a follow up question to this because you said that you were drawing a bee. Oh, yeah. Oh. Mm. And your drag name is Biddy Bee. Oh. When I was texting you to prep for this, you were like, just refer to me as Biddy. That's been my nickname since before I did drag. What is the origins of this name Biddy B? Origin story. Yeah. <laughs> but wait, is the B because of the coloring of the B? Now, I think after today, <laughs> as of today, that connection is too fantastic not mm-hmm. to run with. My first name is Nick. My last name is Biddle. 
And oh. uh, if you're a Nick growing up in Philly, there are so many Nicks because it's mm-hmm. like Italian, you yeah. know, an Italian name. So nobody gets a first name. You're either Nick Biddle or you're your last name. So there was yeah. Biddle, Sessler, Carter, Spinozzi, you know, like we had so yeah. many canon. And so people called me Biddle or Nick Biddle. And then yeah. as I became, you know, full faggotry, you know, the flamboyant <laughs> self that she is today, as I came into that. I think people change that over to Biddy. And so even oh. in high school, a few people were calling me Biddy. And Biddy B, the first instance of it was this really cool hippie girl at camp, at oh. sailing camp. And we were, you know, sailing. We had to share the boat. I was the outcast because I was like the fat kid. And so nobody wanted to be with me. But this hippie girl oh. was like, oh, I love you. You're very fun and nice. And and then as we were sailing around on our little boat, she call, started calling me Biddy B. And Aww. I felt really good. It felt like very good yeah. for the soul for somebody to see through being the fat kid and also mm-hmm. want to be friends enough to create a nickname that was Aww. personal to us. So it has really good origins and it came back without yeah. me bringing it forward. Like that was the first instance, but it came back organically in college when I was in acapella and people called me Biddy, Biddy B. And, oh. uh, and that's, that's how she, she, when she was looking for a drag name, it was like, well, it's Biddy B or it's Betsy Floss, you know, Betsy Ross. And I <laughs> yeah. said, I said, I don't know about that other one. Let's just go with what we know. You know yeah, so. I like it. That's mm-hmm. a really good story. Yeah. Are you still that's- friends with the hippie girl? I am not. Um, she unfortunately, I think, got strep throat. Oh, <laughs> it's camp, Wait. so kids are disgusting, you know. Well, what? No, but maybe you should look her up on Facebook or something. That is good. Her name was something like Margarine or something too. Yeah, you so you know, track. it's a fair no. Margarine and scroll through the thousands of names and be like, that yeah. looks like the girl that would have been this way. Yeah, I think you should look her up. The show is changing now. It's just about finding lost friends. I sometimes will like think of someone like really random and like try to find them but like you know there's some it's like a name that there's tons of you know what i mean and i can't yes. so how how old were you when uh let's see the way i'll <laughs> word this how old were you when biddle became biddy yeah 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 that's a good <laughs> question um i would say like probably like junior year of high school because that's when i was like I loved high school, weirdly enough. Like I, once mm-hmm. middle school, high school, middle school, they were like, you're the fat kid. High school, they were like, oh, you're fun and flamboyant and cute and like harmless, yeah. I think, you know, because whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and, um, and I, I, I leaned into school as like my home because home life was a little conservative, not my favorite yeah. place to be. So I was like, let's do choir. Let's do orchestra. Let's do the yeah. musical. Let's do, I play some sports, you know, she did a yeah. little bit of uh, masculinity in there, Aww. but um, I, yeah, I became really like came into myself, my full flamboyant yeah. Biddy B self at school, high That's school. That's so cute. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. This is so fun. I definitely, we're going to do a show together for sure. Because <laughs> I can dance, like I was a ballet dancer in high school and stuff. So we'll I wanted to be in a musical, and the musical so theater. Bad. I just can't sing at all. Like, no, oh, we'll, Trust me, we will get to some musical theater talk soon. I, I know, I, yeah. I promised that to Mary earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, know. you know what? Let's start there. What was the first musical you Yeah, that's a good first. Yeah. Oh, but I mean. First yeah. musical. Hmm. First musical that I was in that wasn't like the church Christmas pageant mm-hmm. because that was cute back then. But uh, mm. first musical was, what was it? Oh, Music Man. The Music oh, Man. Oh, okay. You know, little middle school kid running through the, yeah. you know. Last year on, you know, you do like the Spotify wrapped and it like, oh, here's like your 
most streamed songs last year. My number five song was You Got Trouble from the music. Got trouble, trouble, trouble. <laughs> right trouble. here, Wilson. Ah. Capital B, P, and that rhymes with P, and that stands for pool. That stands for pool. <laughs> you know? Oh, my gosh. I want you to sing for us. <laughs> yeah, I loved Shapoopy. Shapoopy, because, like, whoever thought of a, a song named Shapoopy is an icon, <laughs> a legend. <laughs> Get them on the show. Where where are they? Yeah. Cole Porter. Who was you? Yeah. <laughs> First concert that you ever went to. Mm. Ooh, it was Mika. Uh, I don't know if you know Mika is like French European artist. Uh, it's it's all good. They they do this song like Grace Kelly. Kelly. It's like oh. I want to be like Grace Kelly. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and a bunch of other fun songs. But they were doing their first tour in the U.S. They were already super popular and famous in Europe but in the US they weren't really played on the radio a lot they were pretty outwardly queer and uh, you know I think ahead of the US really getting into like skinny twinks that were kind of a little flamboyant (laughs) on the stage we love them now yeah hi hairstyles how are you Um, but (laughs) but, you know they were kind of in a uh, leading the charge in in some ways in that and it was just super queer I remember seeing my assistant music teacher there who was a gay man and I was just like ooh Hi, Mr. Leland. How are you? <laughs> you very cute with this shirt off. I said, hello, how are you? <laughs> um, but it, it it felt like almost like it should be illegal. Of course, my parents weren't allowed to know. I was just like going over a friend's house. But, you know, all my friends parents are very supportive always so i uh made it to the mika concert they had this amazing song called big girls you are beautiful beautiful. also important early origin stories (laughs) of just like they brought a ton of big girls out just like looking fine as fuck dancing and yeah huge inflatable giant women in them (laughs) yeah yeah love sounds fun is mika still around I don't know. I was trying yes. to figure that out recently because Mika. I'm looking on Instagram. Mika would have been in my mind when I heard Mika. I was like, this person and Mark Martell are like the only two people who should possibly be fronting for Queen. Like, I don't like that it's Adam, not Levine, uh, Lambert. Oh. Like, like oh, it, when because oh, because I think Mika. I mean, he even says in the Grace Kelly song, like, I'll do a little Freddie, and he sounds just like freddie anyway like they should have just done queen with mika mistakes were made they can be you know resolved (laughs) we have options (laughs) i have a feeling you'll become obsessed though their music is like really fun we need a mika concert in philadelphia and then i'll come up there for that it'll be a whole weekend it'll be a mika concert and a biddy b uh, yeah, yeah. Pretty B show. Special and maybe I'll feature dance at Club Risque again, and then it's like a full mm, Club Risque perfection. <laughs> <laughs> I've known that since childhood. I'm like, what is that place, Mom? Uh, you know, as we're going to the shop right yeah. at the Night of Plaza like the right there. Biggest here. billboards advertising for it, just driving down 95. Yeah. I know oh, I yeah. loved it. I was in like the Uber from the airport and I saw my like my billboard. I was like, look, there I am <laughs> in December. <laughs> and then I was like, can you pull over so I can get a picture yeah. with the billboard? It was like on like, I don't know what freeway that is. That's 95, yeah. It's, yeah, he's like, I'm not going to pull over on 95. <laughs> You're like, bitch. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I wanted the picture. Um, I'll, I'll ask okay. a first that was specifically requested that be Oh, next. okay. So... I hear that there might be an interesting story about the first time you got high. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So or she was a little bit late bloomer. You know, yes, she was feeling her flamboyant oats in high school, but she was still like trying to be the good kid so that, you know, the parents didn't catch on to the fact that she was a fag. And uh. so 
it took me a bit, but I recall coming back from college, staying with my sister, older sister, five years older. And she was like, would you like to get high? I'd be happy to like get high with you as your first experience. And I, you know, I was like, yes, it was, there was nothing wrong with it at that point. It was just like needed to make sure the first time was like a good time. And my sister directs me with the bowl in hand. She says, breathe in as deeply as you can. Mm. and hold it for two counts of the alphabet. Wait, does that mean like going like all the way through the alphabet? Or just going A? Oh my God. You know, like just like going through it for two times. Terrible instructions. What she really wanted to say was everyone who smokes for the first time is like too timid. So like make sure you actually do it. But I take directions very literally. I'm in musical (laughs) theater. We we take the direction and we take it all the way. And then let the director tell us to come back. It was a mess. So, you know, fully just like coughed up my my lungs, got high off my booty hole. And there were no snacks in the house. And I said, (laughs) you were supposed to know better. You are the big (laughs) sister. So we run down to the corner store. This is in Philly. This is like kind of close to where I grew up. And of course, in the grocery store, we're like walking through and I see one of my childhood friends and her mom, somebody who I've known since I was three years old and her mom who's known me since I was three years old, changed my fucking, you know, diapers probably before that even. And I'm just completely blasted, just like, you know, eyes absolutely invisible. And we're in the produce aisle. And I just remember over talking with the mother and just, you know, she had to have known something was up and then trying to find somewhere to lean, you know, sometimes you're trying to play it cool, <laughs> leaning on the orange stand that is, you know, diagonal, yeah. all the oranges falling and I'm trying to keep conversation <laughs> as I'm trying to catch oranges falling and putting them up. It was, yeah, it was full disaster mode. <laughs> yeah. I learned very early on, like what paranoia while high is like, and, but I also learned like it was fun. <laughs> I got to share share more with that mother than I think she was expecting and I was expecting. <laughs> and if I'm being honest, it was great. <laughs> oh, yes. that's fun. First high experience with childhood. Childhood uh, mother is always a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess, what was your first kiss? First kiss. Ooh, it wasn't great. <laughs> at, at that same camp yeah. where I was named Biddy oh. B, which is always a cute time. Yeah. I had my first fake girlfriend, my first beard. Oh. You know, just yeah. <laughs> a very light beard. And it was motivated by like, I'm not gay and weird. Let me kiss this girl over mm. here at the at the camp end of camp yeah. dance. And this is probably 12 years old maybe a little bit younger. Uh, but more importantly, I just recall like we got each other's emails maybe at the time. I might have given my AOL address. And, um, <laughs> and I just remember getting an email after camp being like, oh, you should come down to Wilmington, you know, whatever. Thank goodness uh, they weren't in Philly. It would have been a mess. Yeah. Uh, but in Wilmington, <laughs> they were like, I'm going to the movie this day. Like, you should come. And then just emails every day, like leading up, just like, I'm leaving in 30 minutes. If you're not here, we're over. And I was like, I... <laughs> I was like, oh like I'm not going to make it to, wait, Wilmington, North Carolina? Wilmington, or Delaware. Delaware. Yeah. Oh, that's it's, not as far, right? It's not that far, but, you know, I was you glad know. to just, <laughs> I was glad car. to ghost that person. Wait, how far is Wilmington from Philadelphia? It's probably like a 45-minute car that's ride. That's it? Yeah. yeah. That is a nice thing. When you're in Philly, you're close to so many places. Like, so many places are, like, when you're in South Florida, where I am, it's like eight hours out of the state, you know? Yeah. Like, like, that is really nice. You could yeah. get to a lot of New York wow. in two hours, Baltimore in an hour and a half, yeah. DC, Ohio. Ohio. Wait, how far is New Jersey? 
like, Jersey. So Philly is on the border. So like East Philadelphia would yeah. be Camden, New Jersey. We don't we don't call it East Philadelphia. Oh but- my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I live, Mary, where my house is located is legitimately one exit from Delaware and one exit from New Jersey. I think we're changing the sleepover to your place. (laughs) (laughs) I've got three floors. Let's do it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's I don't know. You know, obviously, I need a geography lesson because I didn't realize all these things were so close. The North you think Jersey was just... on the West Coast. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, California, you're kind, I mean, L.A., you can get to like Arizona and Vegas quickly. It is big country out there, though. That's like those six hour, four hour drives. But yeah, every everything oh in the gosh. Northeast is just this little. It's true. Out. It really is. See, maybe I should. Maybe I should move. That's a good thing. That's nice. I like that. I'm sure Joe's going to, I'm sorry. I'm sure your husband is going to love when, uh, where you're like, Hey, we're, we're no, he actually doesn't like Florida that much. Even though he grew up here, he doesn't like it that much. And he thinks it's too hot here. Yeah. Not a bad choice. (laughs) And most importantly, we've got pierogies up here. Pierogies everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, everywhere. Y'all have the cheesesteak pierogies yet? Well, well, I wouldn't eat those because I don't eat meat. That kind of meat, but um, we'll do a beyond beef cheesesteak. No, if they could do that, special. yeah, <laughs> you know oh, what? I'm sure, that, it exists. That's why I like the play. What was the place? Tattooed the, moms, the yes, tattooed mom is like my favorite place because it's so so much vegetarian stuff. Tattooed mom is quite literally a block from where I live. Oh, really? Ooh! That was like my big anytime I come to Philly, I have to go there. <laughs> I wanted to eat there for every meal last time I was there because number one, they have pierogies. Number two, like a big vegetarian menu. Like this, I got this, literally this podcast was created at a booth at Tattooed Moms in Stop. December. <laughs> yeah, I had vegetarian Philly cheesesteak. I always get that there. Yeah, they're they're like they have the best veget and it's like good prices, but lots of vegetarian food and pierogies. Like they're my two favorite things. So this world is too small for us. I know. <laughs> I know. Incredible. But quite little. Uh, I, speaking of Philly and how tall these yeah. houses are, I've got five floors and we've got a guest room at the top. So you can enter really? the crow's nest, we call it, you know, and okay. have, a, have a full room to yourself. And we Are will- the houses all like really like, like, like thin, that? Thin, long and tall as hell. Yeah. Really? yeah. Especially downtown where I am. Yeah. Interesting. I don't like stairs that much. Yeah, you Fair. might you might fare better in like one of the outskirts suburbs of Philly. Like my, yeah, because can... my house in Florida is like all ones. It's just like really big flat, like not flat, but like yeah. one story home. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we have those. They're just they're they're they're, they're over far there. away, right? Okay, they're no, they're not that. But like I'm I'm maybe a twenty minute drive from where Biddy's at, and it's yeah. like just suburbs. It's just like a small. I can anytime I need to do something in Philly, it's not like, oh man, I've got to really prep. It's like, oh, I'll just hop in my car and I'll be there in like a half hour. Okay, Parking that's not is that usually bad. an issue, but like beyond <laughs> I wonder how bad is the tra- is the traffic is probably not as bad as LA or Miami. Oh no, know? nothing is as bad okay. as LA except for maybe New Oh, that's York. right, because you lived in LA too. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Matt, are you from Philly? Because I heard half hour. Uh, yeah, no, I grew up in in uh, the the Delaware of County. That's, that's how I know Eric. That's how we all we all know each other. Maybe I sh- I've never been to Delaware. It's like one of six states I haven't been to. You're good. Yeah, I guess they don't have any strip clubs there because I've never feature danced there. So that's probably. I mean, I mean, you could. 
if you were strong enough, you could throw a football across the entire state. Like it's that might be why Maybe. <laughs> they're all in like Maryland and, and Pennsylvania. They're not going to yeah. waste time in, in Delaware. OK, so I'm not because <laughs> De- Delaware, Vermont, Wyoming, Arkansas, Alaska. I feel like it all makes sense to. Well, Alaska, there's, place- there, there's got to be a strip club in Alaska. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> Those are the, the small list of states you have not been to yet for well i'm a our feature dancer although i uh, and um well i i technically didn't feature dance though in new mexico or hawaii but i just have been there but i feature dance in like every city in texas like even like small small <laughs> like border town so i feel like i made up for it by how much i was in texas yeah. you know what it's i mean country yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah those are the ones i haven't featured danced in well technically south dakota sturgis I was like big dancing on a stage during like a biker rally. So I don't know, but that still was kind of performing. So like. That's iconic. Yeah. The fact that you had named, only named the States you did. I was like, how? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where, where Teach would you possibly me. go? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I would have liked, Oh wait, Nebraska. Did I name? I didn't do Nebraska either. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. There's, there's our six or seven. <laughs> yeah. So those are the states I need to go dance in. Well, next time you're in Philly, you can literally just drive into Wilmington and say, and hey, I'm make here. my own and show. Like Please, can I just... Actually, that's a good idea. That's a good... Maybe we should there. set up a drag show there, but then I'll do like a strip tease in the drag mm. show. I've done a porn convention in New Zealand twice, and they're, mm. they're like doing hey, a thing ladies. called like boobs and bikes. And so the girls, like the different girls that were, well, they bring in a couple American girls and then they have to have their own New Zealand like strippers. And we ride around topless. I refuse to ride on a motorcycle, but I rode on like the back of a convertible. And I waved at people with my boobs out and like kids and everything and like standing outside waving. It's but it's because it's legal to be topless outside there. We so should just move fun. to New Zealand then. What are you we know, doing? You know, I have thought popping? about that because the food was really, it was like the best tasting food there. I think it's because, <laughs> I don't know, their cheese was so good. They had me on a show there. It was like called Good Morning Wellington, which is like the Good Morning America. And I was on, like no one, the, the people who booked me didn't tell me I was going to be doing any news shows. So like I didn't really have anything appropriate. I wore like a corset with a little skirt and my <laughs> hair and pigtails. And um, But I was on, I remember like right after the cooking segment on this like morning <laughs> show. But it was like no one treated, it was just very, like they were very okay with it. No one thought anything Amazing. of it. So. I didn't like, even know can we get some of that great. food from the cooking segment while we're chatting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just like botching it into your mouth while you're doing the interview. <laughs> yeah. I just hated the plane ride. It was way too long for me. I feel like it's one of those places, once you're there, you just got to be there. Yeah. yeah, it was just too much. The third time they want me to come back, I'm like, you have to fly me at least business class. Like, I can't do it again. And they're like, that, that ticket costs more than what we're paying you to come here though. So then I'm like, I'm going to have to pass then this yeah. time. I've been to New Zealand twice. I'm not going. Yeah. I've seen it. It hasn't changed. Yeah. <laughs> so I, while we're, while we're talking about performing, I have a two-sided question for Biddy. I would like to know your first exposure to drag and your first mm. time doing drag. This is mm. a good one. The first exposure. Hmm. I'm I'm gonna get, I'm gonna shift that slightly to the first time I was able to see a live drag performance okay. because it sticks out it burns into my brain. There's oh. an iconic performer here who's been performing forever, Tina Montgomery. 
She is a legend here in Philadelphia. She is, uh, I'm not going to give an age, but she is like an elder uh, black trans woman who has been performing at this iconic bar, Bob and Barbara's, for the last, you know, 20 years or so. And uh, for my 21st birthday, I was here in Philly living with my sister. And we decided to go to this drag show. Every It's every Thursday for the last 20 years or so. We decided to go. And uh, Tina Montgomery comes out. And she does a performance of uh, Yolanda Adams, who is an incredible gospel singer, doing I Believe I Can Fly, which I know we not fucking with R. Kelly no more. But mm-hmm. this particular gospel rendition is just so incredible and i just recall she comes out beaut like vision beautiful like sparkling gown and it's in this shitty dive bar like even those who beloved bob and barbers it's because it's a shitty dive bar that we love it so much and she's a vision and at a certain point in the song she drops to her knees and she just starts pointing up at the sky she's going and just fully feeling and embodying this she doesn't need to do a split she doesn't need to do kicks anything she's just it transporting us to this beautiful place and i cried i fully broke down i was just smiling and crying and i i knew that like i needed more of that in my life and it was definitely one of those launching points where i was like oh wow this is something special and there have been those moments throughout my life where it's like when something's so beautiful that i moved to tears i'm like i uh, there's something in there i gotta gotta dig a little deeper for that was that was the one fully broke down crying with my sister there and she was like what the hell's going on (laughs) for her it's a drag show for me i'm like queer experience (laughs) first time doing drag i would i would pull that one all the way back to high school doing our we 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 instituted spirit weeks while i was in school oh i remember the gays were like we need more time to have fun we didn't know we were all gay but we all were looking for (laughs) performing opportunities and so uh there's a part of the spirit week we had a lip sync competition Mm. and so me and who i didn't understand at the time but who was my queer mentor um at the time time marcus um who's in my grade and just like already Mm -hmm. out and loud and you know six foot four larger than life kind of person we got together and we did the single ladies dance you know uh and just like took to the stage and it was one of these moments of like publicly expressing that queerness and the entire school like leaped to their feet and just absolutely yeah. in love with that. And, uh, you know, did a few little things, you know, after that. But then from there, it was like my company, actually, my tech company that I still work for today. Again, the gays were like, we need to do a little something here. And so we <laughs> we started putting on talent shows and I would host ah. the talent shows in our shitty corporate auditorium yeah. uh, as Biddy B. But it was my first opportunities to start really getting into drag, drag consistently yeah. was through my company. I would do videos for them to like recruit people. I would do, uh, do these oh. talent shows. Yeah. So so I, I felt so supported in this like little tech world and they yeah. kind of helped launch Biddy B financially and from just like an opportunities perspective. So yeah. yeah. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. 
If I was a guy, I would be a drag queen. <laughs> you can still do drag. <laughs> I want to. I'm going to. Yeah. yeah. And, and also to your point, it's like, we've got the lashes. We got the makeup. Yeah. Right? It's like, you know. And I'm really, yeah. I'm we're tall. all born naked and the rest is drag, as, as the <laughs> yeah. RuPaul says. And, uh, you know, some people don't love RuPaul, but she ain't lying, you know. Yeah. RuPaul's got some wisdom in that. <laughs> That's funny. I was just telling Matt before how um, my ghostwriter for my book, when I was working on my book, like a really wonderful like gay guy I was best friends with. He was like having an event in LA um, and he's really good friends with RuPaul. And he's like, hey, I'm going to like have you two like sit next to each other at the event. But I feel like because, you know, she came not like in drag and so mm -hmm. i remember just being like really confused i was like nervous and didn't know what to say because i was like at first i was like where is rupaul like you're supposed to be here <laughs> oh my god i and hope I that was that was like, an internal mom yeah it like, was okay, i think actually knowing me it might have been out loud i don't know <laughs> i was like looking around i'm like there's a skinny black guy next to me but i don't know where rupaul's at <laughs> yeah and it wasn't until later i found out that's how i was sitting next to the whole time but so I didn't say anything. So funny. <laughs> I'm sure that RuPaul is just sitting there like, this person is not acknowledging who I Probably. am. Well, I feel like, you know what? I think that RuPaul should have said something to me first because I looked like Mary Carey. You know what I mean? <laughs> he like, didn't look like RuPaul. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, so, and I mean, I'm assuming that the, my, you know, our friend said, I'm going to put you by, you know, Mary Carey. Maybe like, you know, like, I'm sure he figured out, even if he didn't know who Mary Curry was, I'm sure someone said porn star. I'm sure he looked at me and thought, like, I guess she looks like a porn star. So it must be. <laughs> I mean, it has to be, yes. She's yeah, wearing it's a porn star uniform. Her, did, you know? not, did you not even say, like, pass the mashed potatoes, please, or something? You know? I, I said nothing, actually. Oh, no. Let's unleash the beasts inside of yeah. them by being the beast that we are. <laughs> oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. That's good. Oh, yeah. oh, I want you to live with me. <laughs> yeah, you're so cute. Well, I like this, like, I like the hardwood behind you. It's, like, very, oh. very regal. Yeah, very... I guess so. This room is quite interesting, too. It's, like, uh, mostly my husband's stuff. But I've got my <laughs> porn awards next to, like, his, like, doctor awards. Inspiration. So, in fact, oh, I actually, funny. like, at one point, like, moved his doctor awards behind my different porn awards. You're like, these are prettier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine has, like, statue of two bodies embracing and you know one of yeah. these is a much higher achievement yeah one's that. a hall of fame trophy <laughs> yeah. all you were was like top of your like graduating class in med school oh my gosh i'm in the hall of fame do we want to get to the big question yes big the, question the, the, the big question big, <laughs> no, question. Big, big yeah. question how did you lose your virginity how did you pop your cherry uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> i don't know a lot of us don't have good stories though i feel like, i know so right okay I, I, I will once again shift it slightly to, uh, to when I was penetrated, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because sex, sex is, you know, all of, you know, it's like sure. a, lot of, a lot of different ways to execute yeah. on it. And getting it in the butt wasn't that exciting. I thought it was yeah. going to be. It wasn't that exciting. But getting it in the mouth was pretty fun. Wait, when the butt for the first time, though, because like porn stars, they put like butt plugs in for hours and yeah. douche and stuff. But in normal life, people can't do that. So you no, probably couldn't do that. Stupid. Yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just like, I was just like, go, like, let's go ahead, do this. Come on. 
<laughs> Where, like, how old were you? Uh, I, this was college. This was a uh, okay. sophomore year of college. Where were you at? Mm, so, so let's see. Yeah, first time I got it in the booty hole was with boyfriend at the time, college. Uh, Aww, in his, he was a grad student, so we were in his Ooh. little apartment, so we didn't have to. Oh, rush you didn't have to do it in like the back of a car. No, we did nice. not. No, thank goodness. Yeah, because you know <laughs> the butt yeah, stuff. Yeah, that'd be hard. The butt knowing, you couldn't do in the car, really. No, the butt stuff without knowing <laughs> what butt stuff entails—it's just never that fun. It's like, yeah, yeah, didn't prep. Definitely painful. Definitely was just like did it like this is great yeah. you know there was like a adrenaline rush and then when it kept hurting i was like oh, okay okay yeah <laughs> and, yeah uh, you know a little little smelly just a little smelly i know yeah. i know that does happen <laughs> but more fun oh. though i think was getting in the mouth freshman year <laughs> i say getting in the mouth mostly because yeah. i was in an acapella group and we were yeah. hosting an acapella group an all-male acapella group called the whiffin poofs you knew it was gonna be some fun gay shit when the group was yeah. called the whiffin poofs <laughs> i love that <laughs> Yeah, that's so that's really cute yeah okay. and they would tour around they would like take a year off of college and tour around the country and so mm -hmm. we hosted them uh i went to stanford university so so you're really smart she's she's got a few she's got a few maths and things up wow here, you know? <laughs> but um i just remember i was freshman dorm i yeah. you know after party it was very cute this little cute boy and i said okay like he was being aggressive enough that like my dumb ass could figure it out. Tried to find a spot to hook up. Couldn't go to the room because my roommate at the time who sexiled me the first night that I went to school um, yeah. was, was getting it. I was like, okay, not there. And then, uh, you know, people are all around and about. So we go into, this is terrible. <laughs> Every time I think about it, I'm like, I cannot believe. So we went into the lounge where the entire acapella group, the Whiff and Poofs, was sleeping. Mm. <laughs> and like, you know, they were all over the couches and yeah. stuff. And we just got buck-ass naked in the lounge <laughs> and fully slurping, slurping, slurping. And these boys were definitely not asleep. There's just no way in hell they yeah. could have slept through this bullshit. <laughs> and uh, we, were o we only stopped because a security guard was going around doing rounds, like locking doors and stuff. And we were right by the door and it was like... Absolutely not, not going to continue to happen after that. But also yeah. it was that sobering up moment of being like, there are 16 other people in this room here <laughs> pretending to be asleep. Oh my <laughs> well, gosh. We think we're being quiet going. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know, just like, yeah, yeah, you know. So, you know, college was good. College was fun. That sounds fun. <laughs> you know that all 16 of those whiff and poofs are telling the story of the time they went to Stanford. I ha if one of them hears this, they'll be like, oh, funny job. bitch. This <laughs> Wait, what was your major in college? I just have to know. Ooh, let's see. I did I did a double major. So oh. I did material science and engineering, which was like the study of wow. solar panels and battery technology and things. You're like me. really smart. <laughs> That's the, so the smart. other half was urban studies, which is more where my passion lies and uh you know oh growing gosh. up in Philly. So uh, Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah you should pushed. definitely live with me. I feel like there's a lot that you can do here to help yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of people when they hear those Whoa. majors, they're like, Are you working on like, you know, building like roads and stuff? I was like, first and foremost, I ain't doing none of it. <laughs> and secondly, wow. no, there's no intersection there necessarily. But oh it worked gosh. two parts of my brain that I 
I really value having like had some mind expansion in and yeah. uh, great communities. Also, they were both very small majors, which meant yeah. I got to know people really well versus a yeah. lot of my friends were in 300 per people majors. And yeah. I've always thrived with a little more intimacy. Me too, though. Me too. Mm-hmm. I like intimacy. Yeah, this is perfect. Three people. I'm like, oh, a three-person conversation. I, I like know. that. Panels, I'm like, oh, bitch, it's over for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I will wait my turn and the turn will never come. And I'll say, okay, everyone have a great day. (laughs) This was really fun. Matt was right. He said I was going to love you. (laughs) Matt. I can't believe you didn't do musical theater in college, but I know that wouldn't have been the smartest. There just just wasn't time in the day, but I, (laughs) since then I've done, I've done a good amount of musical theater. I love it to bits. It's talk about intimate community building. Musical theater is such an amazing way to connect with people. Mm -hmm. So it's like, cool. The production, that's always fun. That, that matters more, more so to me. The mattering is like the backstage getting to Mm -hmm. love on. I love that. That's what I love about ballet. Yes. Do you have a real quick before we sign off? Do you have a favorite musical? Favorite musical, which, yes, uh, <laughs> I needed to buy some time. <laughs> um, I think, ooh, probably, mm, how dare you ask a question that's that hard? It's going to be Legally Blonde for me. Oh, I, I went to see that at the yeah. Boward Center. I, I, first of all, I love that movie. So when the musical came out, yeah, like and sometimes my favorite it, movies. Sometimes a musical or a movie to musical doesn't work out. This yeah. really worked out. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that in 2018. Like right when I moved to Florida, they were doing it at Broward Center. Yeah. Oh, Very good. I liked it too. I need to see it live. If I'm being honest, I've I've been underinvested in seeing live theater in my mm. life. I never grew up like it's too expensive. My parents were like, Yeah, we're not gonna go to broad Broadway, even though it's two hours away. We just never went to see a show. Yeah. I still to this day have not seen a Broadway show, even though I live. Wait, so does Broadway close. stuff come to Philly though? Probably, right? Or no? We get yeah. shows that come through for yeah. sure. Yeah, so theater, I went, yeah. But some of those are real tough to get to. Like I wanted to see Dear Evan Hansen when it was coming to Philly. And I think the tickets for the entire run were sold out within like an hour mm. like it's like and it's usually because like you can pay if you you know if you're mr money banks like you can pay to be part of like the philly musical whatever where it's like you get first dibs on tickets mm. and then it's like yeah. by the time that shit goes live it's like hey here's some random tuesday afternoons better someday biddy b will be a part of the mr money bags club yeah so that's, will you, and yeah, both, you, know, <laughs> you and i both dreams will be made damn it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love having achievable dreams of like, I just want to be able to afford to see a musical in Philly. Like that is, it seems I want a like a very steak. attainable goal. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess, I don't know. Is our party over? I think the party's over. I don't over, want to be over. I think we'll be back in a future episode for yes, sure. Yes, can't for be the sure. only That's episode. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. And yeah, I have to go to the dog groomer. I was just about to say, I hear you have five dogs. Um, no, two, two. Two dogs are gone. Okay, maybe I. I always did it five. She has the dogs gone. Oh, five. Yeah, <laughs> I have a little, little. I don't. She's not here. A little Havanese. So I'm getting her like a little puppy. She her hair is pretty long right now. It's hot. So and I can't see her eyes anymore because it's like I think she wants it cut. Okay. She doesn't. She doesn't like it this long. I don't think. But I mean, her dog breed has really long hair when it competes. But it's really hot here too. Yeah. So. Yeah, I've got a little Italian greyhound here. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> but at least you don't have to do grooming on them, you know? Zero grooming needs. Yeah. I'm allergic to dogs, but like she's so small and so little fur yeah. that it's just like, 
It's fine. But you would be okay with like my Havanese because uh, people who are like Havanese, Maltese, they're all hypoallergenic and they don't shed. So you should look into a Havanese. I, like I want everyone to get a Havanese. Yeah. If I had enough money, I would buy one for everyone. Like, you get a Havanese. Yeah, you, you get, get a Havanese. Havanese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I just love them so much. I want more. I want more Havanese. I really do. But I think this Havanese, if I got another dog smaller than her, would probably kill herself because oh God. she has to be like the center of attention. I have to care. She have, we have a big dog. I have a big dog, but like, if you pet the big dog, she like attacks like, you hey. and like, yeah, no, she does. This was absolutely lovely. This was so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll do this again every week. So after that interview, I think, yeah, we should put it on the docket. Things to do. Yes. Go see a drag show together. Come to Philly and see so. Biddy live. I think that's or actually, we you know what? There's tons of them in Florida. That's what I, I mean. Haven't done. We'll go. Yeah, because you know you're coming down here for the sleepover yeah, with Megan the- and Reverdall and Katie and Maitland. Yeah, we're just going. You know, I don't know if I I don't know if I invited Ainsley, but you know, you did. did. I? Yeah, so this is gonna be perfect. Okay, so we could do it down here too. Perfect. All right. Well, oh, Betty can come too. Yeah, we'll bring them all. The whole, the whole, every guest will be there. <laughs> I don't have that many rooms, but that's okay. <laughs> you may have noticed a slight name change in the in the podcast feed. Uh, we're we're slightly rebranding. We're slightly moving. So you might hear a few episodes referred to as popping your cherry Mary Carey in the next couple episodes. Or there's something about Mary Carey. Yeah, because there is. I'm there's crazy. always something. There's always <laughs> something about Mary Carey. But regardless what the name is, the feed is the same. The email address is the same. The Instagram handle is the same. That's all in the show notes. So go and give us some five-star reviews. Mm. Let us know how much you love the podcast. Mm -hmm. And we'll be back in just two weeks with even more some type of podcast name with Mary Carey. (laughs) (laughs) 